As sisters and business partners, we have had our fair share of challenges that have left us feeling overwhelmed and ill-prepared. Right, like that time that you realized that mom never set up her estate. Yeah, just like that. And I don't ever want to repeat that with my own kids. Same, Michelle. Hard stuff like estate planning and business startups come with a huge amount of responsibility and overwhelm. In fact, oftentimes, acquiring a sense of peace and preparedness while navigating life's challenges can actually be really difficult without any guidance and support. It really can. And also the reason why everyone on planet Earth needs an attorney at law like Stephanie Posey of Posey Law Group, LLC in their back pocket. Stephanie offers empathetic legal advice and is as collaborative as she is entrepreneurial in spirit. She also happens to look at estate planning like it is a love letter to Mm. your family, which is honestly a breath of fresh air. It is. I love that. Whether you are taking a risk to crush your small business dreams, selling a home, or navigating the heartbreak and relief of life transitions while bravely facing big questions about your legacy, Posey Law Group LLC is here to guide you through life's sometimes most overwhelming moments with grace and empathy. For more information on Stephanie Posey and Posey Law Group LLC, please visit www.poseylawgroup.com. Hello and welcome to our podcast, Cozy Conversations with the Sister Project. I'm Lauren. And I'm Michelle. And we're so excited you stopped by for a visit. Come on in. Yeah, make yourself at home. We're two Midwestern sisters who love a good old-fashioned conversation and enjoy sharing our life experiences with one another and you. Consider this your one-stop shop for cozy, mindful well-being, along with some entertainment and lots of wheezy laughing. Oh, you bet there'll be a lot of that going around. (laughs) Our goal is to live our coziest life and inspire you to do the same because the truth is, we think it's good for your mind and your body. Thank you so much for tuning in. Now, let's get cozy. Well, hello there, listener. Uh, We are so thrilled you stopped by Cozy Conversations with the Sister Project. Thanks for coming by. I'm Lauren, your host, joined by my co-host and my sister, Michelle. How are you doing today? I I just finished crying. I I had my good cry in our podcast. You did. You had a good one. You didn't cry. Was you usually jerk the tears out? Well, I know, but I just am getting jerk out. Yeah, no. We'll just we're gonna just keep moving on, and we're not gonna (laughs) give any attention to that statement. I cried enough last week when I heard the news of Bruce Willis's diagnosis, which we talked about, and people are gonna learn about later. And how are you doing today? I'm doing great today. I feel as though the tears are... No, I woke up um, well-rested, got some yoga on. Fuck you, Michelle. Yeah. You know what my night was like. I know. I'm so sorry. I feel so bad. Like, Lauren and I are living parallel. We're not living parallel, perpendicular lives. No, they're so different. Mm -hmm. Michelle got good sleep and went to yoga. I didn't get sleep and didn't go to yoga. Um, That's weird. how that goes. How did that happen? Anyways... um, You guys, before we throw the um, episode your way, we have a couple shout outs and we want to thank one of our anchor supporters, but I'll start things off with um, some shout outs. This week, we had so many fun collaborations. We visited with Marnie and Stephanie from Love the Art them. of, aren't they great? The Art of Living Love. Well podcast. Um, check them out. They have such amazing episodes on the Art of Living Well. Um, we will be coming on their podcast. We already were. That comes out March 15th. We'll share. And we're going to see a way for them to come on ours so you guys can, can get to know them better. Um, one of the best times this week was sitting down with our really good friend, Elise oh. Fox from Fox Family Den um, for her book done. We did. It was fun to do a book club. Like I raced to finish this book. Like I was like, I have to read it. So I like stayed up really late and read it. We read His and Hers by Alice Feeney. And 
we sat on her Instagram live and had a total convo about it. And it was so much fun. It was really cozy, actually. That was one of the coziest things I did all week. Yeah, that was extremely fun. I want to do that again. I, well, I, Michelle text messaged me later. And she's like, we should do a, a book club. We should see if our readers would be interested in reading a book with us and we could talk about it here or do like a, a YouTube live. So we want to hear from you guys. If you yeah. are into reading and want to read a book with us, let us know if that's something you'd be interested in and we'll just add more to our plate. But that's kind of the fun <laughs> kind of more. Oh my God. No, that, are you kidding? The only more we're doing is just is turning reading. the books that we're already reading yeah. into a conversation. Exactly. Easy peasy. Easy okay, peasy. This easy is our peasy. job. Good this we love it. Um, we're going to go on and move forward and thank a really wonderful anchor wow. supporter. Michelle, I'm going to let you take the reins here. Thanks, Lauren. Um, I am so excited to share this newest subscriber. Her name is Amy R. And she also wrote in and shared a personal little anecdote with us that we, um, you and I, Lauren, and Cozy Conversations got her through a really tough Bad cancer battle that mm. she is now on the other side of. And Amy, you know who you are. We want to congratulate you and raise you up and support you during this really incredible um, time. And we are so happy to have offered you some some solace. I'm <laughs> and Lauren's crying again. And just thank you for that note. Like, holy crap, I'm you so guys. I'm so happy that she's free of cancer. And that's right? why I'm crying because I'm just freaking happy for you, Amy. Yeah. And thank you for allowing us to be part of that journey that you mm-hmm. had to go through. And we are thrilled that you are at the other end of it or on the other side of it. Um, Good Lord, bless. Lauren, get a grip. Bless. <laughs> Remember when mom died? I would be like, God bless. I God bless. Lauren I don't became like God. a deacon after <laughs> mom kicked deacon. off. I don't believe in God, but I, I, everything. But God, thanks for the pizza to the pizza man. God bless you. Um, okay, you guys, that's it. I'm done. I'm spent. Yeah, I'm you're tired. Cooked. You guys enjoy this conversation. It's so fun. You might cry. You might laugh. But you will. You will definitely always stay cozy. Mm. Um, I feel like you could use one of these. <gasps> oh my God, where did you get those? They were available at the local dispensary. I'm actually really jealous. Are those the pomegranate ones? Pomegranate one-to-ones. Why are you so jealous? Because I've had the, those exact ones are my favorite, favorite edible I've probably ever had um, outside of our state. Yes, the packaging. Wait, wait, wait. Show to the camera one more time the beautiful packaging. Oh. Just like, it's just it's like so a little stunning. like origami box that <laughs> opens up. And then we've got ourselves some gummies. And they're so good. Have you tried one yet? Nope. This Why is my you- first one. This is a the pomegranate gummy. It's a one-to-one THC-CBD hybrid. There's 10 gummies, so they're, what, 10 milligrams. Yeah. Why don't you open it and see how beautiful the gummy is? They're like, um, they just have a, they've got a softer texture. They're delightful. I can't get it. It's okay. I have these dip nails right now that I'm really regretting and I'm never doing that again. Oh, I'm obsessed with dips. I give up, Lauren. So squeeze, Michelle, squeeze the sides of it and it's going to pop open. Is it? Yeah. Oh. (laughs) Oh. Oh, I love them. Yeah. Oh my God, they're gonna, so good. So you're going to enjoy one of those this evening? 100%. Now, will you take a full or a half? Full. You are Depending see, on what I'm doing. If I'm like, 
off the clock and getting ready to ease into like uh, uh, just a relaxed state full. If I'm looking to like walk down to my neighbors, maybe have a, you know, five o'clock whistle blue dog <laughs> with a little undertone of delightfulness, I might just do a nibble. Half. Yeah, yeah. A nibble. Well, I'm glad that we're talking because I was so angry a few minutes ago and now I'm yeah. feeling better. I I'm quick good. turn okay. around. Well, here's what I'm learning at being a mom too. You have to be able to turn around quickly. Well, I mean, this is my personal opinion for me. I have to turn around quickly because if I don't, I stay in the moment of darkness and anger and then I just hang out there for too long and I can mm. tap it. I got to tip my toes and then get out. You got to get out. You don't want to be hanging in that pool for too long because it's it's no fun. And no. yeah, you just have to be ready to kind of pivot and go with the flow. And be dis- I think this idea of distracting, like doing this podcast when I was just moments ago on the inside, like when I get mad, I feel it on the inside. I get oh, mad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's just, and, but now it's dissipated and it feels so, okay, people are probably like, what are you mad about? It's really nothing that big. Well, it started because I wanted to do our podcast and Luna wasn't going down just yet. She's got a tooth coming in. So that adds a little, you know, yeah. monkey wrench and everything. Yep. And so that's fine. So I was like, Anthony, I'm going to, I mean, I was like literally just giving her a bottle with a towel on my head and my body, my tits hanging out, not even breastfeeding her. It's just hanging out Yeah. because the towel's that's, falling off now. Yeah, so now I look like, like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yep. You're in so, the wild. So I'm in the wild. I'm just like, whatever, we're fine. Get her down. And I'm like, okay. I'm kind of like flippant with him. I'm like, let's just do this. Really excited about our dinner we're going to tonight. So he will, mm. we're going to this really cool brewery called Moody Tongue. Um, it's been here for a long time, but then they closed down and found a bigger space. What part of the city is this? This will be in the South Loop near Chinatown. It's so did cozy. you and I go There's here a fireplace? After... Oh no. no. Did we go here? No. We did not. This is a very cool place. They have a very Sounds chic, cool. fun bar menu. They've got a fireplace, like I mentioned, but then they've got a tasting menu. So and it's hard, it's not easy to get these reservations. Well, my my lovely babysitter is sick. She just canceled moments ago. So that just layered. I wasn't angry with her. I was disappointed that yeah, I was you were looking, looking, forward, to looking forward to this date with Anthony. Mm. So now what are you going to do? Well, now I need to get more backup babysitters, number one. And number two, I'm going to fucking bring Luna with us. Um, yeah. It's it's a cool setting. It's chill. So I'm just rang for an earlier time and we're going to rock it and yeah, see Blue-haired special. What, ha, ha, what? Oh, like, yeah. yes. Yeah. There should, you know, like how they have like um early bird special for seniors. Mm-hmm. They should there should be like early bird specials for people with babies. Well, they do kind of have. I feel like I don't know if this is a suburban thing. Why? But what there there are places that exist around town. Now I'm a little out of the loop on this because again, I'm basically an empty nester. My twins are 14. Oh, they so are jealous. We are in different spots. But the the spots I'm talking about, you know, they're more like pizza joints where there might be like a local mu- mu- musician that's doing a show. Musician or magician? <laughs> I meant magician, but maybe a musician. You don't know. We, you never, we don't know. I mean, listen, I'll take whatever I can get. Um, yeah, it's going to be, I'll have to report back because listen, I'd offer to babysit tonight, but no, Anthony asked, Anthony is like, well, can Michelle or Mia come down? I'm like, I'm not going mean, to, that's too last minute. And we can bring her. We're still at a point where we can bring her. Yeah, you that's, are. That's it. Listen, and right. you could bring her forever. It's just it, the the bringing of the child at certain phases of the growing oh, I, up. Oh, I they know. just mess with the I've sleep. It's just yeah, yeah. I've the, seen, the, you know, yeah, the back bend. <laughs> 
the stiff, the stiff bath. I mean, we were up all night last night. I mean, oh, so you and I, we spent, we had like a all nighter. I mean, put her down, back up, and then you know she's, and then she gets hyper. It's hilarious. Was and she it's, just not having it? Was she upset because of the tooth? Was the she crying? Is, like what was? Yes, what was, she okay. was in pain. Yeah, she was making like a sad, in pain face. Did you ever so, consider to do what Grandpa Massarella uh, suggested with the I'll wine do it. What or the is whiskey? It? Wine or I whiskey mean, on the gums? Someone, someone over the weekend actually was like, you know, you can give them Tylenol. Or you can just go old school. And I was like, God, you know, <laughs> a little wine on the gums is not, ain't never hurt no I mean, one. That's what grandpa used to do. Gran- yeah. Grandpa, grandpa. Yeah. We, we did not call him grandpa. <laughs> he died so young. I don't even God, know. I just have to grandpa. tell you, I'm feeling so much better. This is how I want our listeners to know that this is what this podcast does mm. to us. It's therapy. It can, it's our like, therapy. It, we could, they could be like, Putin has just you know, arrived, I'll be like, you know what? But if I got my podcast going, Cozy what combos. an asshole. That guy's yeah. a, he's a small little creep, that guy. When do we get rid of him? How does he go? I don't know. He worries me that he's got longevity he, or something. He does. He does. I'm, his presence concerns me along <laughs> with the yes, hate very much. I'm reading and hearing about. But anyway, let's, you know what? that's let's not, not why people that. come here. here. No, that's no, not why that. people come here. Listen, they you do brought come him here up. I, almost, I don't know why. Don't know why. You know, let's shift I'm going to write this right now i'm gonna write this ship okay so we were talking to our friend stephanie and marnie over at the um the art of living well and she said hey i like your podcast because i love when you guys give your watching reading listening um, or even going to so let's kick things off the right way what are we reading what are you reading the midnight library by matt Haig can't put it down. Yeah. 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 So give us a quick, like quick synopsis. Quick, quick synopsis. This gal is at a phase in her life where she is just living a life full of regrets. She has let down people in her life. She has not followed through with things. She's burned bridges and she is contemplating ending her own life. Mm. And this gal finds herself at the moment where she is going to do the ultimate and she sort of wakes mm. up in this like dreamlike like state in what is called the midnight library and it's almost this description of this library is almost like it's like almost out of hogwarts or something oh, where so the bookshelves kind of witchy Mm-hmm, sure. mm-hmm, a little. And she essentially, every book that she can choose from this library would show what her life would be had she married the fiance and gone and lived with him and started their pub business. I mean, it's I, I'm so very early on into it, but I am can't wait to finish reading okay, get cool. into it. Um, I think about you? our good friend and cozy listener, Bridget McGuire, loved that book. I yes. think she recommended It's a really, I mean, popular. everyone, I mean, it's very popular. I'm reading um, a book you gave me. Mm-hmm. So it's called Wild Words, um, Rituals, Routines, and Rhythms for Braving the Writer's Path by Nicole um, Galota. And she, she begins this by talking about, she says, this book was planted a few months after my son was born. She's a writer. And so I think we're going to dive deep into um, taking time, when to find time, um, different techniques, maybe prompts. Can't um, wait so to hear. really, really excited. So Love this it. is, yeah, this is just to help me kind of 
gain ideas for making more time to write. Okay, what about watching? Oh, I just watched It's Complicated last night with Meryl Streep and Alec Baldwin. And I just forgot It's complicated? How, well, it's complicated. Okay. It is about a, a couple. Meryl and Alec Baldwin were married at one time. They have three grown-ish children and they are divorced. The movie starts. He's he's married to a, a child bride. You know, he's going to fertility <laughs> clinics. Him and Meryl, there's there's definitely um, a connection there. And then I don't want to ruin this movie for anybody that hasn't seen it. I might watch it. It's just such a feel good about the topic of divorce and shines a different light on it, a positive, more kind of, but also reminder that the foundation of family and kind of to not forget where it all started sort of a thing. I just, I love it. It's so heartwarming and beautiful. So that's 2009. I'm looking that it came out. Oh, wow. Um, Director Nancy Myers. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I was looking up, she does a lot. She does some. Well, she kind of reminds me of something's got to give. I I think she might've done that. She did. Yeah, yeah, Um, The Holiday, which I love. Yes, love. The Trap. Father of the Bride. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, she, is she still with us? She writes and directed. Yeah, she's she's a badass. Yeah, right she on. is. Yay for mm-hmm. female director. What about I you? will be watching the Murdoch um, Murders, a Southern Scandal. This is a three-part series on Netflix yeah. or something. Um, I've been loosely keeping an eye on the courtroom going on. Same. Yeah, I see it in the Daily Mail. Sometimes I'll flip on the news with intention of just catching, like, what am I going to see now where our mom, like, she was planted in front of the television dedicated dedicated (laughs) true dedication to like the oj simpson trial and other true crime sagas of the 90s and what i will say this this trial is is addicting because banana it's bananas and he just took the stand Uh uh-huh in his own trial alec murdoch he did and you know what's interesting you know, he lied to the, it's coming out that he lied yep. to authorities based on where his whereabouts were the night of his son and wife's murder. Mm-hmm. And he is a, he's a lawyer. He comes from a very large lineage prominent. of lawyer yep. families, very prominent. And so him taking the stand to me is very interesting because I find that maybe he has some skills in manipulation. That's a word that's used a lot when talking about Alec Murdoch. So this particular series is brand new. It just came out and we are talking to the likes of people like Paul, the victim's um, Mm ex-girlfriend, who I believe was present when he crashed the family boat killing one of the um, riders. So um, yeah, that's what I'm going to binge this weekend. I think it sounds like a good weekend to binge it. I started that. I watched just moments of it after I finished. It's complicated, but um, I it's it's binge worthy. I can tell you that much. Okay, I'm so yeah. excited. Yeah. Um, in other news, I um I wanted to add on going. Are we going anywhere? I wanted to share that I went to Now Massage. Um, I did a lot of massage envy during my pregnancy because it was very convenient. It was right down the hallway from where I taught yoga. So I would go do one than the other. Um, and it was fine. Massage envy is fine. You know, yeah. you get what you go for and that's kind of the end of the story. Now with now, it's kind of the same business plan where they have like, you can sign up to do it 
and become a member and get a discount like a every month. Like a subscription-based Yeah, massage. like a, member, a membership. Yeah, a membership. membership. Got it. And it carries over if you don't get to do it that month. Or you can just go and get one. Anthony randomly got me a gift certificate and it's so bohemian and chic and cozy and dimly lit. There is so much more of a vibe going on there that I'll probably never go back to massage envy. Well, I have to say- And I, I got a damn good massage. Well, there you go. Yeah. But the vibe is big. Like I, I like- Yeah. I, the vibe is kind of key in that whole experience. If the vibe is off when you're basically naked, letting a stranger rub your body, that can be a mood killer experience yeah. crusher. Yes. yes. I'll love it. Yeah, love I would definitely it. check it out. There's several in the city. There's like one out in Naperville. They're popping up. So I'm going to look into this business a little bit more. Um, are you going report anywhere? Back. I will. Are you going anywhere that you need to report on? Um, the only place I'm going to is uh, see my son wrestle. No, I we That's don't it. have anything. Yeah, we're going. We're you. going. I think we're going to pull the trigger on a little spring break jaunt down to Gulf Shores, Alabama, and we're going to take oh. some road trips on the way. Uh, that's it, Lauren. That's all I've okay, got for so you. Okay, so basically, listeners, if you have any recommendations for Gulf, it's called Gulf Shore. Gulf Shores is the area that we're. Did you say golf or golf? I said golf, but I meant golf. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, is there a proper? Is there there's like a, a different. Way? There's a different shore. It's a Gulf Shore. Gulf it's, Shore. Yep. Speaking you, of trips, um, Luna had her third flight this past weekend. Uh, we flew down to San Diego, and first, let me say that you know, I, I pack my own snacks. I do hard boiled eggs. I do not eat them on the airplane. Thank you. Okay. I'm not a complete, I'm not bringing a kid and eggs. And a farting machine. Like, hey, I'm the most annoying no, but I'm passenger so, ever. But I am gross. I'll like just stand over garbage in the airport, like peel my, Ew, and like pop actually, out the yolk. Oh, I'm so gross. Pop and you, the yolk out and then just push it in my mouth. Hang on. <laughs> hang on a second. Hang on, 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 hang on. Did you say you pop out the yolk and put the yolk in your mouth? No, I throw the yolk out. Oh I my god! Eat, I, yeah. I mean, and there's nothing wrong with the yolk, but there needs to be a combo of the white. That would that'd be like a choke duster, like a choke choke attacker. Could you imagine just gnawing on an a, a hard boiled? And your hard boiled eggs are probably hard boiled to like a oh, they preserved bounce. state. They bounce. Yeah, they bounce. <laughs> They're bouncing. They're bouncing. Well, isn't Michelle, that interesting to have it? Would you say a dust bomb? <laughs> a dust bomb in your mouth or a something dust like bomb, a choke but, blaster. So I'll do that. I've got my nuts. Like I'm very, that's kind of my, it's nuts and eggs for me. And then I have a that wonderful like a good snack. Yeah. And then, you know, I have this wonderful contraption. It's a collapsible water bottle. It's called Valus. Baluspu or something. I don't know. Yeah. You yeah, roll it up. Sure. It's amazing. Like I highly, like stop, don't buy water bottles at the airport. It's no. such a waste and they're no. so overpriced. They have water stations. I highly recommend, but I'm not going to lie. Like I'm walking down the corridor at O'Hare and I see this huge McDonald's like sign and it's the Ron, it was a big like billboard for the Ronald McDonald's home, you know, to mm -hmm. for the donation one. Yeah. And, you know, our listeners will hear more about that later because we are so excitedly going to be working with them or sure. are working with them mm -hmm. again. Mm -hmm. We Love did a, a fun fall campaign and now we're working with McDonald's in regards to the Ronald McDonald home and to round up. So the, the idea is, is that you go, you get your food. So I'm going to tell you, this is why I'm laughing because even though I have my really healthy snacks in my bag, yeah. it's like a rite of passage for me to get a large ass French fry and a small Diet Coke 100%. if there's time. And then you, of course, you round up because that change goes up 
It goes to the Ronald McDonald House where they're taking, you know, good care of children. Um, I just find it really funny that I, I pack my smelly, stinky eggs, but also the French fries for me, it just holds me over. Um, and also the French fries at the airport do for some reason. There's just, I don't know if it's a mix of so the you do excitement. The same? Of, so you do the same? A lot. A <laughs> lot. A lot. I mean, what else am I going to get? I'm not going to get like a torta. There's like Mexican food, you know, like the onions. Like that's just a little too much. I just, it's just easy, easy. French fry Listen, in mouth, yes, suck on coke. Yes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And sit and chill until your plane comes pulling up. Yep. Um, I have to say... Luna, we're training her best we can. She's becoming a very nice traveler for the time being. Um, and I wanted to also share that fun fact. According to a time investigation, now these are people who, this is for the people who like maybe have a bit of a fear of flying or like our sister Andrea calls it a death vessel. Don't like that mm, name. No. Um, but <laughs> they say that the middle seats near the back are the safest on the airplane. Second safest are the aisle. Yep, are the aisle seats near the middle, and I find that we tend to usually sit in the middle of the plane, middle or up as up close as possible. Hang on, but I thought you said middle back is safest. Middle Middle back is the safest. Second safest are um, the aisle seats near the middle of the plane. Well, okay. Well, that's. I just want to say that's good because we fly Southwest pretty regularly, and we um, (laughs) we usually check in and uh, we get C C options. Seating. So we're, that's the silver lining to our travel experience. Dude, I can't stand my biggest pet peeve while traveling and I don't have much. I, you know, listen, I've sat next to people that don't share the armrest. I get over it. I think what makes me, my blood really boil is when you're in your seat, baby or no baby. And you're like, just trying to get up. And there's someone that's like, you can feel them breathing because mm. they can't, they're, they're, they're up. The, 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 the plane has parked. We're not even getting first class off yet. And they're just standing there. And I'm like, mm. and I'm an asshole. I'm like, you're not, mm. you're not cutting. In I've front of seen me. some interesting behavior on planes. Um, post pandemic, there was one time in particular, this gentleman and his drive his flying partner were sitting kind of kitty corner from us and you could just tell that there was just they were just hell-bent <laughs> on getting off that plane first but it's the craziest thing when like I said before we're usually in the back you know <laughs> so when you're like second row to the back and you try to hustle up um you're not going anywhere no you're not you're not you're not you're going not. anywhere. So you need you to know, drop the toot, lose the toot, and sit back down. Lose the toot, yeah. Thanks. I mean, I Thanks don't know why. And also, I don't know why, like, flying has become, like, a space where people lose all sense of, like, dignity and self-control Courtesies. and respect for other people. You mm-hmm. know what? It's actually happened to me, actually, on the airplane, which I had to, like, control my Scorpio I got up to go to the bathroom and this was, we were waiting for them to de-ice our plane, the wing. So we were, uh, we weren't going anywhere. So I got up, went to the bathroom <laughs> and this lady, the, I was like, is it okay if I go to the bathroom real quick? And they're like, actually there's someone in it. You'll have to sit back down and go, okay, no worries. I go back, sit down. And then I go up again and then the lady had left. So I go and take a bathroom break. I come back out and I realize, you know, I might as well just change Luna because we've got four hours. We're just sitting here. So I go up to the, and again, we're not going anywhere. The, the pilot has not come on saying anything. We're just sitting there on the, on the runway. And I walk up to the bathroom and one of the, I go, okay, I'm just going to pop in real quick. And the, the, the flight attendant looks at me and she goes, you need to be as fast as you possibly can. And I'm like, and I go, and I don't know why I go, oh, I go, oh, I, I love that. I really love mm. that. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Like I, I'm holding a human. You didn't rush me the first time. 
or the second time I came up or that other lady. And now you're rushing me. Mm-hmm. We didn't leave for another 40 fucking minutes. No. She tell her to eat, eat a bag me. of dicks. <laughs> yeah. Bag of dicks. Send them first okay. class. And now let's hear a word from our sponsor. Michelle, I am loving your new glasses. Well, gee, thanks. You're actually the one that inspired me to take care of my old ass eyes. Uh, yeah, girl, I had to get those floaters checked out and I was in desperate need of new contacts. So I decided to make an appointment with a local eye doctor in lieu of one of those big box experiences. Oh, you aren't getting your eyes checked at the same spot you picked up your flat screen and lobster anymore? Oh, no, I hate lobster. But exactly. I wanted to have a relationship with the person who actually checks my eyeballs. And that is why I started going to West End Vision in LaGrange. You and me both, honey. And you know what else? What? There's something real cozy about going to a local eye doctor who also happens to be a woman. You can say that again. (laughs) Dr. Carrie John has 22 years of experience and her staff are experts when it comes to helping you find the perfect frame for your face. Mm -hmm. And West End Vision feels like an eyewear boutique too, which is awesome. So your shopping experience is a little bit different and the frame selection is wide and unique. There is literally a frame for everyone. Agreed. And now I see through rose-tinted lenses thanks to West End Vision. Yeah, I wasn't sure about Mm. those funky rose-tinted lenses at first, but Mike Mirror and his frame-styling expertise wouldn't steer you wrong. I'm obsessed with them. Now, if you are overdue for an eye exam or are in need of a a frame refresh, head to westendvision.com or call or text 708-482-482. 3200 and schedule your next eye appointment and be sure to mention the sister project for 15% off of a pair of non-prescription sunglasses. And now back to our cozy conversation. We're going to skip our feel good story. We're going to go to Bruce because I want to cover our last two topics. We are going to cover Bruce Willis as you guys um, for sure saw. Bruce was so sadly diagnosed with FTD, which is the same disease that our mom had. And Mm. it's brutal and not going to lie the day that I read that news you know I heard about a year ago six months ago that he was suffering from aphasia he was having Mm -hmm. some cognitive problems I didn't know where it was really going to be honest with you um I was kind of shocked when I was shocked I was floored when the news and it was there were so many and I Michelle did you get the same thing I got so many news alerts saying Bruce Willis FTD then Mm -hmm. I got so many wonderful loved ones and friends Bruce Willis FTD so it was very very overwhelming. Yes. Agreed. And very, very sad. I cried um, for two days. Yeah. I let out a good one. And I was also really quiet on the inside. I just had to let it simmer a little bit. Um, I think for me, mostly it brings back really, really the most difficult time in our lives. And also um, I know what they're going to experience and yeah. I, and my heart breaks for them. Same. And also hearing of his news brought me back to to specifically the day that we found out that our mom was sick after so many months and years of like wondering all of these strange behavior patterns that we had noticed and just like a a lack of interest. And I was so, I I almost had sort of like a PTSD Mm, response to their news because that day is one of the few days in my life, um, good and bad, that I remember, like, I can feel in my yeah. body. And it was, um, it was truly a, a, a hard, a hard day. And also because I, I know that this is just sort of the 
beginning. Well, right. I don't even know where he is in his illness. They haven't, I don't think they've shared the details to what they just said that he has progressed. Yes, he has progressed since the last. And they, in a way, they did say, like, if he could, he would say more or um, he would use his voice or something to spread awareness. And I have to also say, I'm so grateful that they are willing to be brave enough to share this news because, you know, I feel like there's a very strange when someone in your family, especially like that is diagnosed with like a parent parental figure is diagnosed with dementia. For me, I, I suffered some sort of shame. Like, are we broken? Is there some sort of like something wrong? Um, so there's that aspect of it. Mm. And also the just the fear in general of the yeah. unknown, not even for me just personally, but for like my loved one who's going through it. So for them to share this information and this very sad news and put this disease at the forefront of every fucking news station in front page paper, let's just say everywhere. I am so grateful because this, and I I wish they didn't have to do that. That's what I was going to say. It feels so weird to say that. And it felt weird to feel that in that moment. But that was just, that was the real feeling was just like, wow, this is a super, you know, everybody says it's a rare disease, but, you know, today I was just at um, Blackberry Market doing a little work and a couple came up to me that said, Lauren, that they follow us. And, you know, we've, they, and also said that, you know, our mom has been diagnosed with the same yeah, it's dementia like, as your mom. And I'm like, wow, you know, it seems like it's less rare. Less but rare and rare every single day. Yeah. Yeah. So for the Willis's to... Um, be so brave to do that. Like it is just an, it's such an unfortunate way to, to have to come about it, but also like, thank you, because I know that their platforms and just celebrity alone is going to just make this like a household, you know, everybody will recognize it and then it'll get the research. Yeah. It makes me so sad for Bruce because like, I love Bruce Willis and Mm. I always thought he was so handsome and I thought he was such a charismatic actor and person Mm -hmm. and knowing someone of his vibrance that, that light, that outdoor light that we all see will like begin to dim is so heartbreaking and it it just takes a person away and it makes me sad. Yeah. It's really sad. It's, I I also, you know, obviously don't know this family at all, but I know that he is surrounded by um, daughters and oh my God. women who are and obsessed with that tribe. Like they're all together. This always. tribe of women that will um, carry him through this process and give him the support that he needs. Absolutely, and they are going to walk away from this experience with compassion like they've never felt before. Yeah. Um. You're absolutely right. And it changes you, I think, as a person mm-hmm. that that experience of having to take care of someone like that and the patience. Like I, I really do credit my experience with mom um helping me like find that maternal instinct within me as well yeah. as compassion and patience. Like, yeah. so, like honestly, sometimes when I'm with Luna, I'm like, you know, <laughs> you remind me so much of my other experience because you can't <laughs> tell me so much. So I have to kind of go off your vibes. And when there's frustration between the two of us, which mm-hmm. happened with mom, you know, you have to like kind of take a step back and learn that it's okay to become frustrated, but you have to, um, grow from it, learn from it. And also, 
and roll with it and roll roll with it. it. And kind of, and that's what I said to this couple today. I said, you know, the one thing I can tell you is, is this is an ever-changing experience and don't get settled into the space that you're in right now because it's fluid and you have to just be ready to pivot along with your, your mom and, um, go from there. Um, after that day that we found out about Bruce, that the world did, I we had arrived that evening in in San Diego. We stayed in Coronado. I woke up the next morning at like five thirty to like the most beautiful sun. This is why I told you. I told Michelle wants me to like write about our experience with dementia. I'm like, you know, yeah. I'm a little fragile right now. <laughs> I know. I'm like, can we please write our book about dementia? And, and I'm like, like, I, I'm, like <laughs> I'm like, we're doing it. Get ready to and feel we all the feelings. Get but ready. The next day, I saw this the most stunning sunrise. And here in Chicago, where I live particularly, you don't see a lot of that sunrising because it's, well, it's gloomy as fuck right now. But I saw this sunrise come up and I was like, I needed mm. to see like yeah. a physical representation of like a new day so bad. And that was just something that like really like helped get me through that sad news. Just so sad. I'm just so emotional over it. It's just same. I was not expecting it. I was not expecting it. I was not expecting to feel that way. Um, and my, my heart goes out to that, the Willis family and all families that are going through the new news of a dementia diagnosis. Yes. And as I wipe away my tears, we want to remind anyone who is perhaps going through this Mm. to check out our friends over at Remember Me Podcast. Maria and Rachel both lost a parent to FCD. So um, if you need some source of comfort, support, um, education, um, feeling like you're being heard because Mm. people go through it too, please check them out. Um, Okay. um, I want to switch gears a little bit so I can stop crying. Is that cool? Yeah, please. I mean, I'm sorry. Why are you sorry? Don't be sorry. This is just Listen, I'm a new mom and And I had a dead mom and I had a day. And you had a day. So you're letting it out. Tears are truth. (laughs) I don't even know if this is all for Bruce, but you know what? Let's give it to Bruce. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Tears are truth. That Devin Dell, that's a Devin Dell Deegan Weeson. Okay. I want to answer a listener question because it came in and Michelle are feeling it and we'll go into it for a moment. The listener question, I'm going to keep the, um, the ask ease name private just in case, but you know who you are and thank you for writing in. But she asked that if we had, she had gone through a later in life divorce, her children are older. And she asked if we, and knowing that we also are children of a later in life divorce, she asked our thoughts on, on that. And um, I think she was kind of funny. She's well, actually, she, oh, God, loaded she opened, question. Yeah. And she said, I think she said something like, does it fuck you up? <laughs> My answer to that is like, everyone's a little fucked up. Well, no yeah, matter what. what doesn't, fu- I mean, right. listen, even I if your parents stay together forever, you're a little fucked up. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't, <laughs> we all are going to experience traumatic things in our life. Mm-hmm. I think our parents' goal in life is not to traumatize their own kids, but unfortunately, you know, um, marriages don't always work out for a whole host of reasons. Right. And the fact is, is you gotta, if you go through it, listen, if you live in a situation that's toxic or unhealthy, healthy and not great. That's traumatizing to, and going right. to fuck you up a little bit. Exactly. And also, you know, the, the process, the change, the going through it, I think is also a little bit, you know, there's some, there's going to be some, some fucking up, but the and, thing is, is how we unfuck ourselves in that yes, process. That is a great, great that's, point. Gary that's John Bishop. how I look at, that's how Un- I look at that. Fuck yourself. Yeah. Right. And, and also, um, with that being said, and we're going to go into that, but I think it's really important to check on your adult children 
if we're talking yes, later Lauren. in life or even your young children, but I feel like we do that. But I feel like when we're adults, you're like, oh, they'll be fine. Check on them. Like ask them, like maybe make a point to like, I don't know, call or have dinner one-on-one with them and be like, are you okay? Like, are you, are you fucked up right now? Like, do you have questions for me that I'm willing to answer well, about see, Lauren, but your parents break up and whatnot? What? Because I think you're talking about like how that would be if like the parents actually had that conversation with the kids, like, and to, yes, to that's have, what I'm saying. yeah, we, and which is something that we, we did not, have. we didn't get. And, um, and so there is a lot of questions that are left unanswered and there is an opportunity and a there lot of to assumptions. Just, Yes. And then resentment and yes. anger and sadness. Yes. And also what took so long? Like, yes. Like <laughs> if right? anybody wanted them to split more, we, you know, no one wanted it more than us. We were right. like, I mean, Uncle. we were hoping that it would work, but at the same time, it's yeah. okay if it doesn't. Listen, you live one time and this goes out to the ASCII. I'm happy for you. I hope that this divorce is making you feel better and more true to yourself. And there is a Whole. little at. And whole, you know, Mm -hmm. there's a little aspect of having to be a little selfish. Like I need to get out of this relationship so I don't get eternally fucked up. And the kids might have a little issues when, when we do this breakup, but listen, it's probably better in the long run for everyone. Yeah. Wouldn't you agree? Yes. People are getting divorced because it's supposed to get to, you're, you're, they're breaking up for a reason. I understand it. I think people stay together for two reasons, money and kids, you know, um, and whatever the circumstance is. But if you can figure, if you are feeling like you aren't happy and the goal is to live a full life with peace, then you have to make a move and you work and heal through it. And I have to say too, that it's, I have friends whose parents broke up earlier in our younger life and Mm -hmm. they're still fucked up over it. Yeah. And by fucked up, I'm jokingly saying like there's residue everywhere, not everywhere. There's always residue. There's always going to be some cleaning up and mental health and, you know, checking in on yourself and others to deal with. Whether you get a divorce when the kid's like little or big, there's always there's drama. Still, mm-hmm. There <laughs> is. And, there, and like you said, the residue, it does last for it does. a while. Especially and maybe for the holidays. It's a bunch of bullshit, but it that's is. what it that's what happens. Mm-hmm. You know? And you figure it out and everybody survives it and just gotta put the work in post to but, heal. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Before we wrap up this convo, Michelle, I think it's important when you said, like, how do you unfuck yourself? Are you alluding to like getting therapy to talk yes, about it? Yes, I'm, I'm alluding to like a, you know, giving yourself the support and also your kids, however old they are, if they're not in response independent adults yet, you know, give them the support and access to being able to work through these things and have the access to talk to somebody besides a parent, maybe that isn't that great of a communicator or isn't super great with their words. This child has an, or this person in the family, older, younger, whatever, everybody should go to therapy and use it and, and, and work through it. And, and it's just a, I've never had a negative outcome from going and processing my feelings. True. I agree. And I think there's something else I think that's important. It's, it is harder on the children when you pin them against the other parent or even yeah, don't do that. others or other sibling that actually does fuck shit up. And that's something mm-hmm. you can work on not doing. Um, because I find that that is, that's a little different kind of fuck up. You get mm-hmm. a little bit of pinned and then you feel like a chess piece and no one wants to feel yeah. like they're part of a game of life. Um, you want to be a participant, not like a mover. Yep. So I think 
think that if you consciously be mindful of not doing things like that, that will really help the post-divorce cause. Um, and have a keep up your relationship and you're talking with them, check in on them weekly. I think that is a huge aspect of it. I wish we would have gotten that more. Um, and I but also... But I just want also, yeah, it's ahead. a lot, it, it's, it's very sad for the two that are getting divorced. Even if they're not like sad that they're not totally. together, their whole life is changing. So the kids hopefully check on you too. And maybe that's something you can develop. Say like, Hey, listen, I'll check on you. You check on me too. Okay. We yeah. all, you know, we all need to be checked on. What were you going to say? I was also just going to say, you know, with your adult children, sometimes there's this fine line that gets smeared where the parents are sharing and maybe oversharing with their adult right. children. And I think that's a massive one. Like, I do think that some things are better left kept in this circumstance that they were and not open that up. There are certain things, there are certain things, a few agree. things that your kids, no don't matter adult, know. they don't need to know. No, and, and so I say, stuff. keep that stuff to yourself. Go out with a girlfriend or a boy, yes, whatever. Michelle, good point. Like go blast out. it off with them <laughs> or get Dear off. Diary, Dear Diary. You are good. That is such a good point. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Well, to anyone well, you know, going- Lauren, We've been through it. This is all, we're sharing yep. everything we won't do. <laughs> Right. Oh gosh. If you're going to get divorced, we're here out and we're there, thriving. And we're fine. Love my we're mom. Love my dad. Same. We're fine. You know, yeah. and were there really big road bumps to get past? Yeah. And they sucked, but mm. you move through. You just keep pushing freaking forward. Mm-hmm. Proud of us. And yeah. uh, if you're going through a divorce, best of luck. Truly. I mean that. Seriously. Have a good support group. Um, and if you are going through a divorce and you need more um, tips on this, our our friend and skincare expert, Melanie Rudd, was on our podcast a few months ago. Just roll back. Go through our, show, our shows. You'll see Melanie Rudd. Listen to that episode because she gives a lot of insight on um, becoming a divorcee mm-hmm. or navigating it. Um, Michelle, to close up, what are you doing for your cozy, mindful well-being besides chomping on delicious gummies? What am I doing? I feel like I've done a, a lot of things, um, but I've had some fun in the kitchen. Like I oh. actually made something. Well, you guys were the, pasta. Yeah, it was delicious. Okay, I have to, but I've, to in, put those but show in notes the, on there. The pasta is a, um, what is the name of the big tube pasta? And it's a sausage and fennel. There's lemon and onion and pine nuts and olive oil, a little butter. Yum, Michelle. It is, it is like a great weeknight cozy meal. And I, I loved it. I loved how simple and delicious it was. Yeah. So that's what um, I did. I like that. You remind me of, I had some fun in the kitchen too. I made that delicious soup last night, which like mm. knocked my own socks off. That Lauren, that broth looked so freaking good. Unreal. Lemon, you guys. It was just broth and sauteed garlic and a lot of lemon and mm. some spinach and it was, and tortellini. It was unreal. <clears throat> but what I've been doing is, and this is hard to do. I'm finding this out being a mom now. Making time for yourself because you have to get childcare if you can't bring the little one with you is so hard sometimes. And there's a lot of like moving pieces, yeah. but continuing my pelvic floor therapy has been huge for my physical health. Um, I'm of the mind that unless it's untreatable, no one should be walking around with chronic pain or right. pissing in their pants. But if you've got chronic pain, most likely, hopefully there's some way somehow. And I, again, I understand that there's some chronic pain you can't get rid of, mm-hmm. but if you can seek that help. And I found so much relief in some stuff I'm suffering with postpartum. Michelle, you 
asked me this morning if what I'm getting treated is a result of like pregnancy, um, postpartum ailments and whatnot. And for me personally, yes, but here's the deal. I spoke with my, I love sitting with Vicky is her name. Well, she's not, I'm laying down. She's gave me full external massage in different areas of my body yesterday, working the fascia. And then she did the internal massage, which she actually pushes up vaginally yeah. uh, in my pelvic wall and pelvic floor. But I was like, so who else comes to see you? Athletes, young, anyone that, if you've got groin pain, pain in your groin, pain during intercourse, of course, go see your OBGYN, but there might be stuff going on there as well. Yes. And maybe externally that needs to be treated internally. Young athletes, young female athletes, and even male athletes. And I said, how do you treat the male athletes? Yeah. And what, do they go through the penis hole? (laughs) No, she goes, do you go through the asshole? And I was like, oh, get in. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Um, but for women, yeah, but for instance, young female athletes, women who they're, they're so tight in some of their bodies because they're so physically fit and whatnot. Maybe they're not stretching enough. Sometimes they can't even, they can't they can't hold their urine because different parts of their bodies aren't functioning, um, or they have constant, um, need to urinate and it's not a UTI, it's other issues. Wow. Super, super cool. Um, and it is, it it really changes my day because I feel much better. And so there. And also, and also, thank you so much for sharing this aspect of your wellness, because I guarantee there are so many people that are listening that had no idea that this was a thing or even an option. And I'm going to tell you why. And we talked about that too. Vicki and I were talking about the lack of sharing this information, like the OBGYNs being like, you, this, this should be part of ACOG is the American College of something. The people that say this is that make recommendations for postpartum care. They're the ones that say do a two week checkup, do a six week checkup, and then hopefully you're okay. They don't take into consideration that pelvic floor, like uh, um, treating pelvic floor is part of postpartum care afterwards, which is mind blowing. That is so strange. Mind blowing. Just it doesn't, you so know, it just doesn't, it's like, doesn't make yeah. sense. Doesn't. And since they post and, and they just, there's a lot to it, but this is why I'm here to help spread the word because women's healthcare um, and reproductive health is a very big passion of mine. And I mm-hmm. think you've, you know, yours too. Well, of course. Yeah. Well, anyone and, that's a woman, hello. Yeah. And so I feel like we're here to share that. So well, with cozy. that, be, instead of hello, why don't yeah. we say goodbye? And stay cozy, everybody. <laughs> Michelle. Yes? As a new mom, I am realizing that there is nothing more important than having access to incredible care for my kid. Yeah, isn't that the truth, Lauren? Mm-hmm. And now you get it more than ever with your sweet little Luna. I know. I love her. Okay, let, let's stand strict here. <laughs> okay. I know I always say this, but it really does take a village to get these kids through life, especially if a little one needs an extra hand meeting their developmental milestones as they grow. That's why our friends at Hummingbird Pediatric Therapies are just the village you are seeking should your child need services. Their therapies range from pediatric counseling, speech, occupational, feeding, and physical therapy. Wow, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. And beyond that, they offer neurodevelopmental treatment and social-emotional playgroups. Hummingbird offers the most comprehensive five-star-reviewed pediatric therapy in the Chicagoland area for children of all developmental stages. 
Hummingbird helps kids and parents navigate big toddler feelings, autism, sensory processing disorder, Down syndrome, picky eaters, speech delays, and many other developmental delays and genetic disorders. If you have a small child and are curious about their milestones, check out Hummingbird's developmental tool at hummingbirdpediatrictherapies.com. That interactive checklist option is free, and with just a few questions answered, you will get immediate feedback at no cost. For more about Hummingbird Pediatric Therapies and their services, or to make an appointment for your child, head to hummingbirdpediatrictherapies.com and meet your tribe. Thank you for joining us for today's cozy conversation. For more of The Sister Project, check us out on Instagram at at the sister proj and our website, www.thesisterprojectblog.com. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and maybe even drop us a review. Until next time, stay cozy.